Good morning, good afternoon. Welcome to the most special episode of Briando Babes. There will be, even when I interview Oprah Winfrey, David Letterman, Don Francisco, El Chacal, it will not be as special as this episode we have today, right here, right now, because today I am interviewing the matriarch of my family, Yaya, my mom. And she has a lot to say, so we'll see how long this even goes. Um, for those of you that don't know, I am the youngest of six. My mom had six kids. She had a little bit more than six pregnancies. We'll get to that now. And my mom had her first kid when she was 18 uh-huh. in the 60s. And she had me in her 40s in the 90s. So my mom raised kid, raised and had kids in the 60s, the 70s, the 80s, and the 90s. So I wanted to talk to her about that and for her to take us through um, a parenting through the years timeline. Like she is like a first-hand eyewitness of what it is to have and raise kids in all these different decades. So without further ado, let me introduce you to my mom. The one and only Yaya. Uh, Yaya, tell us a little bit about you and who you are. <laughs> okay, I'm Yaya to my youngest granddaughters. I'm abuela and I'm grandma to the other ones. Uh, That's right, everybody calls you something different. Yes, uh, I did have six kids. Um, well, like Betty said, I had a, a miscarriage between second and third kid, and I uh, lost a 17-week pregnancy after Betty. So um, I came in 1962. In 1965... Where'd you come from? Oh, from Cuba, <laughs> from Monsanto. <laughs> I, um, I was a Peter Pan. I came with my brother. And three years later, I was already a mom. So you came when you were fifteen. I came when I was fifteen. Sometimes I feel like when we talk about Peter Pan, we know that it was kids, and people think of well, fifteen in nineteen sixty-two was nine. Now okay. we were innocent. We it was another. Yeah, but then you were 15 and you're saying you were 9, but then three years later you were 18 and you were... All of a sudden I had to grow up. Aww. All of a sudden I had to grow up. Um, yes, I had my my first baby when I was 18. And on and on and on. <laughs> Different uh, parenting practices, of course. Cause say what you always say about when you graduated FIU that you had three kids and your GPA. Oh, when you graduated FIU, you already had three kids, and uh-huh. your GPA was a... <laughs> you say it. <laughs> so, she could be a little shy. Her GPA was 3.7, so uh-huh. she says minus 0.1 for each kid. Uh-huh. That she didn't graduate with a 4.0 because it was 0.1 for each kid. Yes, that was my bachelor in social work yeah. at FIU, and then I continue studying, and I'm still studying to today. I do my little things here in the house so if don't ma- play jeopardy with my mom because she will it's like if you. mommy can do it i can do it yeah so that's true. it's an example for my kids and my grandkids Aww. yeah well let's start from the beginning of time oh my goodness yes 1965 when Lely was born that's my oldest sister let's start in 1964 okay because i told my daughter the other day when I got pregnant. Um, no pregnancy test at that time. How'd you, what the hell? No. <laughs> Not until August 1988. That's when they came out with the palitos? That's when I had my first thing. Oh my God. This is this is the way it happened. And when I told Lely, she was like, mom, I don't believe this. And she was cracking up. So you missed your first period. And then three weeks later, oh my God, my period didn't come. So I'm probably pregnant. I have to go see a doctor. 
And were people's periods that regular? Because what about irregular periods? And then your belly just grew, and you go, "Oh my goodness, oh my something God. is happening here." So I got, I called my friend and I said, "This is what's happening. I haven't had a period, and three weeks later, it still hasn't come." So she goes, "Oh, there's these good doctors on Twelfth Avenue. You can go." So I get on the bus. I go there. And I'm there doing the test, and the doctor comes really nice, and he goes, oh, my God, you killed the rabbit. <laughs> and I go, what? He goes, you killed the rabbit. You're pregnant. So I'm there. But he said like, it in English or Spanish? <clears throat> yes, in English. So I'm there like, doctor, que eso? I was 17 and I was like freaking out. I don't have any rabbits. I didn't. <laughs> so he, he, I'm there in the bed. I still have my legs up on the thing and he's sitting down next to me and he goes, about 20 years ago, and even now some, some doctors do it, they get your blood, they put it in a rabbit. If the rabbit dies, then you're pregnant. Oh my gosh. That's how they used to do it. And I still, I have to Those Google that. Those poor rabbits. I know. So um, they stopped the practice, but you are. So I'm getting, so I get get out. How did he know you were pregnant? Just from your period? No, because he, he examined me. Oh. Okay, so I go and I'm coming and I'm walking slowly towards the bus I'm pregnant. I have to be careful how I walk, how I do things, <laughs> how I move. My goodness. So when I'm getting to the house, there's this lady <clears throat> with her grandkids in the stroller and stuff, and she used to give me potajes. Oye, Delia, quiere potaje hoy? Oh, yeah. Yeah, good. Le digo, oye, ¿qué quiere decir que se murió el conejo? Ay, mi niña linda, estás embarazada. Oh, my God. <laughs> My goodness, I go home and I cry. So that's how I found out with Lely. Oh my God. <laughs> with Johnny. I'm like, <clears throat> miss a period, a couple of weeks. I'm with my sister in law and I tell her, look, this is what's happening. And she goes, you don't want to go to the same doctor's, make an appointment. I'll go with you. Oh, okay. The next day she calls me and she says, tengo rubiola. What? I'm gonna get rubiola. I might be pregnant. Who had rubiola? Ah. Oh. So I might be pregnant. I'm get go to the doctor, Delia. Go today. Go today. So I call you the went doctor. By yourself. And I and I go there and okay, they didn't say anything about uh, rabbits. dead rabbits or anything, but <laughs> I was pregnant and I go, Doctor, I was with my sister in law yesterday and she has rubiola. Oh, espera un momentico. Here comes a nurse with these two injecciones. One had seven cc, the other one had five. I don't know what, they didn't have six and six. Seven and five. <laughs> so they put, give it to me and I go, what is this? Oh no, gamma globulina. I'll take care of you. Nothing happened to the baby. You'll be fine. So that's how I found out that I was pregnant with, with Johnny. Johnny. How far apart are they? Two years? Two and a half? Three. Three. Three years. So, um... So now you're 20 with your second kid. Yeah, I had him at 21. So with Ricky, I was living with my mother. Also, a missed period and this and that. My mother used to work at the store with my dad, but Wednesday she was home. And that Wednesday, Lely had... Lely was already in school. I had John in the house. And so she makes this sopa so delicious my stomach wasn't a hundred percent so she gives me this plato de sopa and i go and i get more mommy get rico and all of a sudden i break into a cold sweat i'm there and mommy dice delia tu estás embarazada oh my god mommy no Still no pee sticks mommy no i mean mothers know everything when you came one day and in your car, I wrote it down on a piece of paper, put it in my drawer. Betty está en estado. <laughs> and three days later, when you tell me, Betty, I knew since the day you came to the house and you had this glowing face. So my mom says, Delia, no será que estás en estado? Tú estás embarazada. Mami, no. Mami, no. Mami, yes. I this was the house in La 27? No, the house on um, 58. Mm. 
we were going to move to the duplex. Mm. No vayas a hacer la mudada, no vayas a moverte, no nothing. Just sit there like a statue. Yes, so I had to call in my cousin. And this was what year? 72. Like, 72. Okay. And I couldn't get excited with the dolphins playing because that was the perfect season. <laughs> and, and you were pregnant. Yes, all that stuff. And we moved to the duplex and uh, and and then um Stephanie was a blood test. This was already nineteen eighty. Nineteen seventy nine. I had a blood test in the morning on a Saturday. Uh we had That night, we went to Lila's, the whole family. Too. Oh, my God, Lila's. It was, yeah, the day before Mother's Day. And I was like, ugh, my stomach wasn't good. And then on Monday, they called me and they said it was positive to test. And Ricky. what, you said that you had a miscarriage between two and three? Yes, between Ricky, between Johnny and Ricky, it was just like a misperiod or something. And then just... Mm. Uh, going to the hospital and mm. getting a DNC. Oh, wow. Yeah. Eight weeks, maybe. Seven or eight weeks. And then with Gus, you had the pee stick? Yes. And with you, too. Que bueno. Yes. <laughs> I I still have yours. I have yours and Layla's together in a little, uh, in a little bag. Yeah. Okay. Good. So then... Um, what about... give? Well, being pregnant, I guess... Did that mindset ever change? Because you have a Cuban mom. So did the mindset ever change of like, no hagas nada, no comas esto, no comas lo otro? No, comer, yes, but doing heavy stuff and all that. That was never allowed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was across the board. Yeah. Mm. And then what about things like smoking? I mean, you never smoked, but no. like, did you see it like... When the when they transition to tell women like don't smoke during pregnancy, don't drink. No, I like when you remember. were pregnant, when you were pregnant in the sixties and seventies, like were other pregnant women like smoking and drinking, and that was seen as okay. No, I don't think so. No, smoking and drinking. Are you kidding? No, I don't. I don't yeah, because I, I feel know. like in yeah. the past it was, and like no. even when I went to Argentina, my sisters in Argentina from my dad's side, she would say like I drink one beer a month. Like, during oh. her pregnancy. So, I know that, like, those things are very different. Yeah. But, yeah. okay. And then, what about having the kids? Oh. So, how was the hospital when you had Lely? Mercy Hospital, fourth floor, no air conditioning. Five so, floor. women are laboring with no air conditioning. Yes. And no husband and no nobody. No husband? Nobody. No, there was a, a father's room where they waited for the doctor to come and tell them, boy or girl. What? Wait, so you didn't know the genders? No. Until who? Gus. So, until 1987, 88. Yes. In 1979, I'm pregnant with Stephanie. My doctor says, Delia, I'm going to give you a referral. There's this new machine that it's only, there's only one in all of Miami, South Miami Hospital, only two people know how to handle it. And it was the ultrasound machine? Yes, ma'am. Oh, my God. You have to drink four glasses of water, 32 ounces of water, and they're going to do a little test on you to see the baby. And I want all my patients to, to have it done. And you saw Nanny? Yeah, she has a picture, her first picture. Little, tiny. Like about 10 weeks. What? One ultrasound machine in all of Miami, 1979. I can't. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. So you didn't know the gender with the first four? No. I knew I was going to have a girl with Lily. You just I felt it? I just felt it. I just felt it was going to be a girl. Oh, my God. But I didn't know. Wow. They, they will tell you when the kid is born. Yeah. So laboring, no husband. By yourself. No air conditioning. They shave you? They shave you. Well, they, they still give shave you, you an now. enema. An enema? Oh, my God. They still shave you now. Oh, they do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But not with you and, and uh, Gus. They didn't shave you? No. Oh, maybe because for C-section. And C -section. Stephanie. 
Oh, so for vaginal, they would shave you? Yes. Oh, see, they shaved me because I was C-section. No. So I guess it's different. No, and they would give you an enema, and then you'd be ready. But thank God, labor was fast. And you didn't really have fast. any epidurals? No. With none? With Ricky, I think. I know, Johnny, you just popped them out. Yeah, Johnny was born in the labor room. Well, almost. And Lely was my first, and she was like from 1.30 to 5.20 in the afternoon, so it was like a four-hour deal. Yeah. yeah, and Stephanie Stephanie was really fun. Ricky was a little bit uh, harder. Slower. Yeah, because he kind of got stuck. He was big. He was my biggest. I was going to say, was he the, your biggest? Yeah, eight pounds and five ounces or something like that. So when was your husband allowed in the room? For which when you were in your room after recovery? And could they spend the night? No. <laughs> Nobody spend the night. <laughs> okay, wait. But for what? Three day? and a half days in the hospital, though. So when you had Lely in the 60s, you had her vaginal with no air conditioning, no husband, and then you had to spend three days in the hospital? In a room? Would they open a window? Yes. They had to close it that night because it was a storm. And it was kind of a little... Muggy. Muggy inside. Civil there was war status. Five women in the room and... Five women in a room? No bathrooms. You go to the hallway and then you go to the bathroom. I'm dead. Wait and a minute. How big was that room? Huge. Okay, so in a huge room you had five women who just had their babies. Yes, two, two across from each other and then one by the window. Nice. It, it was plenty of space for visitors to come. Yes, yeah, plenty of space, but you don't have your husband. All these babies are crying. You're learning how to breastfeed. The babies didn't cry that much. They <laughs> took them to the nursery. They were in the nursery. They would just come at the six, ten, two, every four hours for you to, to feed, feed them. them. Yes. And then besides that, they were in the nursery, so the moms can recover by themselves. Yes, visitors. Did you make hours, friends? No. <laughs> I don't remember nobody from there. Uh, it was, oh, I saw this lady and I saw the husband come in when I had Johnny. And I go, oye, ¿qué tú estás haciendo aquí? He was the guy who would deliver the tintoreria things to my house. Oh, how funny. And he, her wife had a boy. That Valentine's Day, 68, nine boys were born Aww. on that day. Oh, and his... Yeah, because my he, second brother, Johnny, he was born on Valentine's Day. Yeah, two weeks early. He was two weeks early? Yeah, because I fell in the in the day before. I guess that's <laughs> what happened. I fell on my knees, and then all of a sudden I started having cramps. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Wait, so without without ultrasounds or nothing, they just really had to go by your missed periods? Yes, and by the doctor checking you after your second And like period. measuring your belly and stuff? Yeah, they would just see you and How often did you, you have appointments? Month? Every month? Every month and then every two weeks. Yeah, and like then every now, week, that's like how it now. is now, yeah. yeah. So with Johnny, it was the same thing, that you were in the room with five women? Yeah. And then with Ricky? No. Ricky, it was two people. Ricky was at Miami Hospital. And it was two? Two. But for which labor was your husband allowed? When was the first time you had your husband there? Stephanie. So the Annie And Gus. So for the C-section? No. Wow. So my first for C-section, he had Gus with him. He couldn't go. Oh. He was holding. So you were by yourself in the C-section? Yeah. Wow. That's so traumatic. No, it's not. I was I was there, but they had to put me. But it was an emergency C-section with me. Yes, it was an emergency C-section. Wait, so that everybody understands, my first four siblings are my half-siblings. My mom had one partner with my first four siblings. And then... With my dad, Gus, and me. Correct. So my brother, the one that has Down syndrome, and me, we have the same dad. And then you had the one pregnancy after me. Um, but all six of us are very, very close. Even yes. if we don't talk every day. Better be. <laughs> yeah. We're very close. So they're my half-siblings, but I don't even think of it that way. Um, me and my sister, the one that I'm always talking about, the gynecologist, 
we're 10 years apart, but we are, we talk 24 seven. So she's, yeah, two peas in a pod. Yeah. So, okay. Let's backtrack. And everybody hovers around Gus. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And you. Everybody hovers around you. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And we're all close to you. You always talk to all six of your kids. Yeah. I told my friend yesterday, I don't want my kids to know what I did. What you do, I took down the screens from the bedroom and I watched them. If they find out, they're going to go, Mom, no. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Everybody's very protective of mom and we... Even if, because when I tell people I'm the youngest of six, they say, oh my God, your holidays must be crazy. But everybody's so scattered. I know. We have siblings in Tampa, in California, and their families. So, you know, then we have like Mm -hmm. siblings who have in-laws also in other places. So really we don't get together for the holidays and stuff. But when we do get together, it's it's a great time. Yes, it is. (laughs) Okay, so actually the last time we were all together was my wedding. Uh-huh. And then before that was when we rented the Airbnb. With the big house. The big house. Yeah, when my mom turned 70, mm-hmm. we got a big Airbnb in Clearwater and everybody came. Mm-hmm. It was, oh my God, those cats. Um, It was, how many of us? Like 20 of us. 23, I guess. In the big house, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. That the mic is probably catching that there's two cats fighting outside. Okay, so let's see. So then, what about? Okay, wait. We went through all the pregnancies. Um, your emergency C-section that yes. caught you out of because they were all so easy. Gus. Oh, because Gus, I didn't go to labor room. I went straight to the delivery room. So there's a labor room and a delivery room. Yeah. Is that how it is now? I had C-sections, so I don't know. I don't know. It was I don't labor, so. and then they would take you to the delivery room. And then there's the recovery. Yes. Oh. But, but with Gus, I didn't go to labor room because I went to see the doctor. And she checked me. I had, had pain. And she goes, oh, come over, and I'll check you at 1. And then she, she said to the secretary, stop all the appointments. I'm going. And she tells Carlos, she goes, go behind me. If I put the flashers, I'm doing... Uh, estoy haciendo el parto in the back seat. Oh, because you went with her in her car. Yes, because I was 10. 10 centimeters? Yeah. And, was and I he didn't early? even know. It was okay. Oh, was he, he early? Was like, no, no. He was to the 25th. He was born the 22nd. So, wait, you were um, 10 centimeters and didn't even know it? No. <laughs> so she says, get in the back of the car. Do you think this was your age or experience it's just me it happened with stephanie when the doctor came all ready to spend the night and whatever and all of a sudden and she goes it's the genes because she said my mom goes from zero to 60 in nothing yeah and it happened and it happened with me with stephanie with all of you now you and then i was so comfortable okay so my water broke the baby's gonna be born by noon with you so I called the doctor and she says, come to the Hialeah Hospital, I'm here. Hialeah Hospital, everybody heard it firsthand, I was born in Hialeah. Yes. <laughs> Your only Hialeah Hospital, yes, baby. Yes, I had three Mercy Hospitals, two South Miami and one Hialeah. Yes. So she <laughs> says, come here, because I'm here, uh, I have two ladies in labor. The deposit that I had uh, paid in Mercy, it can be transferred to Hialeah. It was like about a $500 deposit. And, um, oh, by the way, can I do a parenthesis here? Yes, of course. Lely's hospital cost $139. In 1965. From Wednesday to Saturday. $100 for three nights at a hospital. It was 125 but I had to have two IVs, so it went to 139 Oh, my God. The doctor was $200. <laughs> when I went... Yours was $9,000. Oh, my God. In 25 years. Yes. It 100-folded. So in 25 years, the hospital bill for a woman laboring. Well, also me was a C-section. Did that? Yeah. Yeah. So in 25 years, the hospital bill went from $300 to $9,000. Yeah. $300 because including the doctor. Yes, and it went from three and a half days to 24 hours. 
That's right, because when you had Lely, it was vaginal, and you stayed for three and a half days. And now Johnny too, and Ricky too. So in the 60s and 70s, even for vaginal births, you were staying three and a half days in the hospital, and then how long did you stay with me? 24 hours, even though it was a no, C-section? No, 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 no. You were born on a Thursday. I went home Monday. Ah, okay. So yeah. a little more. A little more. And Stephanie, I stayed one more day because she had to have the light. John Yes, and they wanted to keep her, and I go, no, 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 You're not I'm my boy. not going home. You're not my boy, and then, then the lady comes, and she says, it's going to be $80 more if you stay one more day, and I go, okay. Okay. $80. Uh, $80 <laughs> in yes. 1980. Yeah. Okay, wait. So then with me, you... I was okay. But you already knew you had placenta previ with me? No. Wait, so you had placenta previ for nine months... For anybody who doesn't know what that is, that's when the placenta goes in front of the baby instead of behind the baby in the uterus. So if the baby were to, like, so basically if you're, you would try to birth, the placenta would come out first, which is extremely, extremely dangerous. For the both of us. For the both. So at your, when you go to have me is when they tell you you have placenta previ. That's how they figured it out. I figured it out. How? This is my, this is something that is, I don't know if this is a usual thing, but my three girls, I had uh, Rompi Fuente with them. Oh, I had the, she broke the, her water with I my three. With the girls, the boys, they had to do it. They had to rompe la fuente. They had to do it. That's when they did it to Johnny and all of a sudden he came right after la fuente. Oh, cool. But the boys, they had to do it. Oh, cool. And the girls? Yeah, my mom has, we didn't even say this yet, but my, or I don't know who's caught on yet, but my mom had three boys and three girls. So it's six of us, but it's three and three. Yes. So I have to, I break the water about five o'clock in the morning. Stephanie was with her dad and he was supposed to bring her to school that morning. So it was only Gus in the house. So I go, let me call the doctor. She says, we'll come to Hialeah Hospital, we're closer, and she goes, yeah, I have two ladies here, and come and I'll I'll take care of you. And I go, five? By noon, I have the baby with me. Because of my history. Of laboring quickly. Yes. So we get gas, we go, and I'm still, the water's still coming out a little bit. And And it was water or blood? Water at the beginning. And all of a sudden, I see the, the water starts getting warm almost hot water coming out and i go what is going on and i look doctor a nurse come here somebody and she goes oh my god bring the ultrasound machine and let's take this girl to the or with me did you have any ultrasounds i yes the one that told me you were a girl oh so you knew with you knew with gus and me that it was you knew our genders before those are the only two i know and I had a stress test with you. Because of your age or because of Gus? Because of Gus. We'll get to the Gus thing now in a second. And I had, um, what do you call this? Um, Amniotic. The, no, 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 no. Uh, the sugar. The glucose. Um, yeah. With me? For the first time. And Gus. Wow. So, and because my belly was really big, it's a lot. It gives you a lot of amniotic fluid when you have... Uh, Diabetes? Yeah. Gestational diabetes? Gestational diabetes with the both of you. Did each of your bellies get bigger each time? Yours was big. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> I'm I sorry. Put my little, oh no, it was, I put my little cup here with my tilo in the night, at night. and The little table. My little table. So then yeah. your water starts coming out hot. You call the nurse. They bring the ultrasound machine. Now Miami has more than one. Yes. And okay. they have one that comes to the room. Oh, cool. And they do that. And the doctor says, Emergencia. Yeah. And to the OR, in less than one hour, you were born. Holy shit. They so did it was it an really emergency? Fast. They were doing my And my it wasn't epidural. general. <clears throat> they were doing my epidural and stuff or whatever. And then they put me back and I started screaming. Tell me if she's down. Is she down? If she has Down syndrome. Yeah, yeah. if she has Down syndrome. Is she okay? When you started crying, is she okay? And they brought you to me and you smelled that little, uh, you know, newborn <laughs> smell. And I'm looking at you. And I start crying and they, boom, they put me to sleep. <laughs> and Why they, they put you to sleep after? Because I was going crazy. Because I was like <laughs> giving the doctor a lot of trouble. They couldn't work with me. 
I was like, give me the, the whatever, and then the, Aww. and then they brought you uh, to the recovery. Yeah, wow. I was in recovery then. When I woke up, I go, I start crying. And you had your own room this time? Yes. And with girls two and with Stephanie too. Told your last three. Yeah, I had my own room and bathroom. <laughs> what a luxury. Yeah. So when did you start having visitors and stuff in the hospital with me? Because I know that Gus came because you had to feed him. Yes. Gus yeah. wouldn't eat. Gus was two. Not two yet. 20 months. Yeah, he was 20 months and he wouldn't eat with my dad. So my dad would have to bring him so my mom could feed him. Yeah. And Nanny came to see me too. At the hospital or no? Yeah. She came. And Ricky. Ricky came too? With my grandson. Well, Ricky, yes. That's, <laughs> that's a whole other thing. So my mom, when she got pregnant with me, at the same time, one of my brothers was also um, going to be a dad. Yes. So my mom became a grandma three months before I was born. Which was a plus because when she was in labor... At Jackson Hospital, I was I had the the I was pregnant, so I would walk in, and they would and let they you. would just let me, thinking yeah. that I was one of the patients and yeah. I was just the grandma. So you had yeah, you were the grandma, <laughs> and then three months later you had a baby. Yes, yeah. So I have a nephew that's three months older than me, and then the mom would have a lot of problems. You know, I don't she know was how young. to do this and. And she would bring him, and I have the two of you in the bed together. Yeah, I have and I the would picture. Take care of both of you at the same time. I have the picture. I just sent it to my friend Alexandra the other day. Um, the picture of me and little Ricky next yeah. to each other in the crib. Yeah, and your nephew. Right yeah. Me and my nephew, and we're just two babies. Yeah, and I would take care of you too while she did the stuff in the house and helped me because I had had a C-section. Yeah. And gauze was Wait, like, was your C-section, was the line from the belly button down or side to side like mine? No, down here. And it was staples? How did they sew you back up? I don't remember. I have the scissors that they cut the they, You have with. the scissors? Yes. That they cut the stitches with? I think so, yes. So your stitches must have been on the outside. Yeah. Oh my God, how I, uncomfortable. I don't remember. And with none of your kids, you did that 40-day thing, right? That you have to like stay locked in a room for 40 days? Not locked in a room, but not driving. For 40 days? Mm-hmm. Even for vaginal? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Well, I didn't drive with Lily and Johnny. With Ricky, yes. With Ricky, when I went to the doctor after my mom told me, you know, the story my mom telling me that I got oh, the appointment. Oh, that's right, because the first two you went on a bus. Yes. And my mom said, no, 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 no maneje. We go in a taxi and we went in a, in a taxi. <laughs> To the doctor. And you were only like five weeks? And yes. she made you go on a taxi? You see, we went in a taxi. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Did she let you drive your whole pregnancy? No. What? Mm-mm-mm. What about with Nanny? Nanny, yes. Nanny a little bit more. And Gus a little bit more. And you, yeah, you, because I had to take Gus to school. To learning experience? To learning experience. Oh, my God. Tell us about Gus and finding out that he had Down syndrome. Oh. Well, I found out when they showed him to me. I knew You it. didn't know before? No. And there wasn't that option yet of, like, they weren't... What is it called now? I can't think of the word. The amniocentosis. Yeah. Were they offering that yet or no? They offered it for you. And you said no? No. Out of just not wanting to know or fear of, like, the procedure? Out of whatever. Out of I mean, whatever. <laughs> you know, out of if she has down, it's okay. Okay. What do I want to know if I'm not going to do anything? Yeah. yeah. And it was very expensive and risky. Risky. Yeah. Yeah. At that time, it was... So you found out with Gus when they handed him to you? When they take him out, the doctor takes him out I look at his eyes and I say the biggest bad word in the world and my doctor the M word or the R word the F word <laughs> <laughs> the biggest bad word so the doctor who knew me she goes Delia like this Catholic what is this out of character and I go oh F word Edward. 
And then... And my dad wasn't in the room with you. Yes, he was. Because he was next to me. I grabbed his arm and she goes, are you ready? Boom. Pushed. He was born. So she... And I go... And then she comes later and he sa- she says... Did you know what Down syndrome was? Yes, I did. And I knew that every cell in his body had, had the extra, extra chromosome, chromosome, but I knew that he was going to get better, that it was gonna not going to happen. That, that was going to go away? Yes. That it was going to go away. 35 years later? <laughs> by August. What? Soon. It was going to be a, a quick thing. I was going to look in the, in the crib, and he was going to be, his eyes were going to be rounded. What? So I didn't tell anybody. And nobody noticed? No. Lely? Nobody noticed. Lely was like 23 at this point? Yeah, nobody noticed. Nanny? No. I didn't say anything to anybody until late, until I got... Oh, and they did a test. And you just I, kept I, looking, waiting for it to go away? Yeah. And every morning you would check? And you know what the doctor told me? That was the best denial because it gave you time to physically recover from the birth to mentally recover and everything. So that was not a concern. That you were in denial? Because you kept telling the doctor it's going to go away? I kept telling myself that it was going to go away. So she but said, would you ask the doctor, like, oh, when does it go away? No. I just said, I want a second opinion. Oh, my God. And I paid at oh that time, God. which we didn't have money, $1,000 for Mayo Clinic to do the test again. For the Down syndrome? Yeah. They did it at UM, and then I wanted a second opinion. I have to. Yeah. And I said, no, 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 no. I want a second opinion. Yeah. Mayo Clinic. Um, I can't. I didn't know this. A, a thousand. Yeah. A thousand dollars. In yeah. that time? At that time. In yes. 1988? Yeah. And then it never went away, so you've started mm-hmm. to tell people. Yeah. And I started to go to... um. Melman Center and stuff. and That I ended up working at. Yeah. Yeah, that's where we started going. Melman Center, Deborah. And uh, I had a lot of things. Well, he couldn't latch, so I couldn't breastfeed him. And I had to get... You breastfed uh, all your... I mean, no. Nanny, you breastfed nanny. for three years. From Nanny on. The other ones, I couldn't. I didn't know how. It was a big crying what stuff. What did they eat? Formula? Yeah. Or like rice water? No, formula? Formula. And the doctor would give them, uh, would give me this paper. Nanny has it and she cracks up. Like at 10 o'clock, give him this, at 12, uh, vegetables and whatever. At what age? Eight months. That like they would recommend yeah. to start feeding solids. Yeah. And Lely, <laughs> this is the practices that change. Yeah, I want to talk about that, the practices. The practices changing through the different decades. With Lely, you had to... Well, I read Dr. Spock, the Dr. Spock, sense yeah. book of baby and child care, and he said, you know more than what you think you know. Oh, that that's a good message phrase for moms. stayed with me. You know more than you think you know. Throughout. And I, I've told Stephanie, when they were talking, and she says, Mom, I use it with the mothers. You've known this kid nine months more than anybody else. Mm-hmm. You have a relationship with this, so you know what to do. And you also, he also said, you have to trust that the baby knows also. So that combination I used with all of you. But Dr. Spock, I read when I was pregnant with Lily. Yeah. So what kind of things did he say in the 60s? No playpen. No playpen? No. Ever? He didn't like it. Mm. The kids will feel fenced in. Yeah. He was, um, I remember that. He the was sleeping upside down. All the time. All of you. All of us slept upside down, which is like a huge no-no now. Yeah. And it's, and it was, uh, it was a, what can I say? Like a, a way of doing it. Because you wouldn't want to put the baby with the face down. You feed them, you put the right side, and then you do it the left side. Oh. So it wouldn't get out of shape. Oh, my God. The head. The head, yeah. Yeah. And that meant you put him 
on the on the on the head of the crib and then on, on the, the other side because during the day the face would have to face out to the you know la claridad and stuff and at <laughs> night to the darkness <laughs> to the darkness of the wall it was uh-huh. just a thing that you learned from your mom no lo pongas así así ya lo pusiste así ponlo de la otra manera okay Ah, uh, <clears throat> and, and it was like some some people would just do it sideways a little bit with a little pillow in the back until the belly the the belly button, the belly fell. button fell. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, that was. Oh, scary. talk about the diapers. <clears throat> oh, the diapers that you had. See, practice the change of practice. Um, when I left the hospital for Lely and Johnny and Ricky, I called the diaper service. <laughs> it was um with Lely was it was called Mary Macintosh with the other ones Mary Macintosh clothes or something happened it was Southern Comfort they would bring you a hundred diapers cloth diapers cloth diapers yeah and then you would use these little plastic pantaloncitos that you put on them but sometimes you use the clothes diaper and you, you put them oh they give you this uh, hamper, hamper for five dollars and Clo- uh, diapers were ten dollars a week, wow. or ten dollars a month. Something it was like some ridiculous amount. And um, yeah, you had the diapers, a hundred diapers. You would put them in in the bag, and then you put them on the door. They pick up Tuesdays and, and Fridays, and they bring you the clean diapers. And oh my God, yeah. So yeah. they would clean them for you. Oh, and oh, sanitize cl- them and everything. I would cloth diaper like that any day if somebody yes, cleaned them Yes, and I would me. use them here in my shoulder, and I would use them for everything. Burp cloths. Yeah. And then with, when did you start using, like, the diapers we have now with Gus? Pampers. Stephanie at night. Stephanie at night. And I would just fold them in the center a little bit because I didn't like them that big <laughs> on her. <laughs> I would do it. At night, yeah. Because I use clothes diapers on YouTube, but during the day, but not that much. Wow. Yeah. And then the dynamics too in the in in your kids, like it was like the first three were like kind of together, right? Yeah. Because what's the difference between Lely and Ricky? Eight years. Eight. Yeah. And then Nanny, and then me and Gus were raised together. Because then people ask that too, like who yeah. I who I was raised with and really only Gus and Nanny lived with us a little bit. Yeah. Until she went to college. Yeah. Say about how they named Ricky. Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> I So had, your first two kids are named after you and your I didn't your, have a name for Lely. And she's named Delia like you. Yeah. And then Johnny was like a given. Juan Carlos. Juan Carlos. Ricky, I had a list of names. I liked Robert Michael a lot. And I had Jorge and this and But I, you knew it was a boy you had your list for boys and your list for girls. Girls only one Catherine. Catherine. Catherine Ross from the movie The Graduate. Oh. Okay. Yeah, because Cat- my first siblings, their last name is Ross. Catherine. It was gonna be Catherine Catherine Ross. That's it. So the boys I had this list of five names and something and then in the afternoon um, my husband comes and he's, and I go, what are we going to name the, the baby? <clears throat> oh, the baby's been named already. Lily and Johnny have been calling the whole family and the neighbors and telling them we have a brother. His name is Ricky Ricardo. From I Love Lucy. From I Love Lucy. Yeah, so this is when I Love Lucy was hot. Yes, and I, we would watch it And they it named him day. after Ricky Ricardo from I Love Lucy. Yes. And then Stephanie, Lily comes from school one day and he's, she goes, if it's a girl, I want her to be named Stephanie. Why? Because we learn all the names in school. She was at uh, Lourdes. At Lourdes, first year. And uh, Stephanie means gift from God. So my sister is a gift from God. So Aww. I want her to be named Stephanie. And she's Stephanie Teresa after Mother Teresa, right? Yes, because I was pregnant with her when they gave Mother Teresa the Nobel Prize for peace Aww. that year. And... Her acceptance speech was a prayer for the unborn children. Oh. And I had an unborn So you named child, her Stephanie so Teresa. So that's where her, her Teresa came from. Where did Agustin come from? I don't think I know. That was just my dad. Your dad saying that if he ever had a boy, it would be Agustin, and you were going to be Sebastián if it was a boy, too. 
Well, Sebastián was the one after me. Yeah, yeah. You lost him at 17 weeks? Uh, yeah, f 17, 18, yeah. more or less. He was just a, a little... You saw him, no? On the floor, yes. Yeah, my mom, the last one she had after me, Sebastian, she birthed him in our apartment, but he was a little fetus. Yeah. He didn't, he didn't make it. Yeah. And my dad, say what he did. <laughs> He said he had this uh, cargo pants on when we were going to go to the hospital. And he says, get me the cleanest, whitest blanket that Betty has, whatever. So he goes to the drawer. He gets one. He wraps him. He puts him in his pocket. And we go to the hospital. Hi. Yeah. That. And I had him tested for down. He was not down. You had him tested? Yes. Just to know? Yes. It was just the 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 veins in oh. the cord that broke when he started moving. That's how he had a miscarriage? That's why he, he, yeah. He miscarried. Wow. Yeah. And then after that, you had your hysterectomy. <laughs> who, um, who stayed with me and Gus when you went to the hospital with Sebastian? Nanny? Um, the neighbor? No, Carlos, I went there. And I called him after the, the DNC, and I go, okay, I'm in the room. Come on, pick me up tomorrow. But you stay at home with your dad. Yeah, but when he took you and the baby in his pocket. The neighbor? The neighbor? There was a neighbor. La Gorda. No. <laughs> we had these neighbors <laughs> say about when they wanted to carry me. No way. <laughs> we Nobody would carry my kids, just me all the time. Yeah, my mom was not a fan of letting other people carry her kids. No. And she would wash the machines with Clorox. <laughs> with Clorox after, yeah. No, no way. Yeah, we had these neighbors that my mom always said that they were very sucia. I mean, they had cockroaches that we would see coming out of the apartment. Yeah. And they asked you to hold the baby one time and you said She's, no. Yeah, she says, can I hold the baby? No, she cries a lot when somebody else holds her. And you see wouldn't let her hold <laughs> No, no. Uh, no. What were their names? Sara or something like that? Maria and Sara. No, it was like white people names. Maria? Yeah. The oldest. It was like three sisters or something like that. Two right? sisters, the mom, and some aunt or something. <laughs> I don't remember. They would get the half gallon of ice cream and they would eat it sitting down on the, Ugh. On the door. Okay, what about... um? I don't think we ever finished the part about Gus... But what about like Gus is another segment? Oh uh, yeah, Gus is a whole other podcast. Um, what about like raising kids? Like having, cause like for example, well with me too, like playing outside and like running around outside. So just a, what about like raising kids? And I mean, by the time you had me, it was raising kids in the nineties versus the seventies, and I was already your six. <laughs> I don't. I don't think I changed much. No. In the fact that I would love to teach you guys things. Even going in the car, I would ask weird yes. questions. Yes. My mom always, whenever we were in the car, she would be like, do you know what a, what was that, what's that thing called? The, what the politicians do? Filibuster. filibuster. Hey, Betty, do you know what a filibuster is? I was like five. That's how we would always ride around in the car. My mom telling us trivia and Bible trivia, a lot of Bible. Uh-huh. My mom was raised very Catholic. Very Catholic. Mm -hmm. And my dad doesn't agree with it. So my mom would give me CCD lessons. Yeah. And why car. isn't there schools on 8th Street? There's no school on 8th Street? That's right. You did tell me this one time. Because it's a highway. That's right. 8th Street is a highway. That's why there's no schools. I would ask you all those questions. Like the other day when I was going to school with Gus, there was this person there and he had these letters in the back. And it says S-C-G. And I go, Gus, what does that mean in the back of the, the, the vest of that person? Look, SCG. And he goes, Social Security. I go, <laughs> no, Gus. <laughs> so he learned it was school crossing, school guard. crossing guard. Yeah. Mm. I yeah, always I do that. And with Lely, when Lely went to school. What is that? Oh, that's your phone. Here, let's stop it really quick. Okay, we're back. My mom's very popular and they were calling her. Oh. Okay, so one thing you need to know about my siblings is we're all very nerdy. We're all very, we love to read. Yeah, cool. <laughs> my culpa, my mom says. 
my siblings are we would all just if we ever went on like family feud or whatever we would absolutely clobber everybody (laughs) my siblings are all like jeopardy geniuses um and my nieces and nephews have all come out very we're very book smart because they have i think because they have done the test or something there's two mensa i know nanny's a mensa and johnny johnny but the other ones, when Ricky was in fourth grade, um, the other two had gone through before with the nuns at St. Michael's. Yeah, my first my first four siblings all went to Catholic school. Yeah. So, um, so by the time Ricky, who was the third, he already had two siblings that went through St. Michael. Yes. And the fourth grade teacher, the nun, calls me and she asked me, is he adopted? Is he the brother, the real brother of the other two? Because the other two were like... Nerds. Quiet type and everything. <laughs> and and Ricky, they had the portables and there was this window and she had him sitting next to the window and he would bring bread from home and feed the birds. Throw the little <laughs> things outside. He was totally bored in school. And uh, she says, I need to have him tested. And I'm so sorry. And okay, so I took him to UM and they did the test. When the test comes back with an IQ of 139, she didn't know what to tell me, the okay. woman. She says, go to the principal. She has the, the results. She was totally... And you were nervous? And I go, and she goes, oh, the IQ He's says... A He's a genius also. <laughs> <laughs> he just likes to throw bread at the yeah, birds. Yeah, and he, school, he, he was bored. Yeah. yeah. I wonder too so how they, much it was about having two siblings at home you know he's like the third Mm -hmm. so he has like two older siblings you know so like they're just more hyper and yeah he was the youngest of three at this point yeah wow he was the baby of three yeah Uh when when lily started in school they didn't have kindergarten they kind of public schools they started this pilot program with these little houses that you see these little classrooms that you see outside some of the schools and it so happened that um, Fairlawn, I think it was, yes, was about three blocks from the house on 58. Mm-hmm. And we lived there, and Lily started kindergarten there. And the first day she comes, and I go, what did you do? Oh, I read um, Over in the Meadow. <laughs> and the teacher tells me the other day, she reads. Yeah, what do you think we do all day here? Aww. And Johnny, um, Johnny was a little bit spoiled. <laughs> Your baby boy. Yeah. He would come in the morning and just be with me and stuff. They were all like, I would do everything in the house with, with bacalao. on top Say of Say the me. bacalao story. The bacalao, what I'm going to tell you, the bacalao. <laughs> <laughs> so... Uh, let me go back to Johnny. So I go, so there's Lely in school. She's doing super good. All the awards and everything. And here comes Johnny. And two days later, the teacher calls me. And I go, oh, my God. Spoiled baby in first grade. What's going on? And she goes, well, I just wanted to tell you that um, we opened the book. And he read the teacher's instructions. On the bottom. <laughs> and they were supposed to color little round things. He needs to go to second grade. He skipped first grade? Uh-huh. Nanny too, right? Nanny skipped one of the grades? Yeah. You're two men's are geniuses. Yeah, because their mom skipped seven and eight. You skipped seven and eighth grade? Mm-hmm. Oh, my kind God. Kind of. <laughs> so, I don't Birds. Wanna... I know. So, <laughs> it. now I look at it, and it was so much fun. Aww. having these kids all these kids and it, it's really really fulfilling um so i go to school one day and i see this little boy with the desk that he couldn't even taking it to second grade because there was no desk for him in second grade so he's, and he had to drag the desk yeah <laughs> he had the sweater in his shoulder and johnny had dragging. to drag his little desk Aww. yeah and that year they did the spelling bee for Catholic schools and he won his 
Wow. The spelling bee for the lower Nerd. kids. <laughs> <laughs> Say about his valedictorian. Brag about your kids. No, let me tell you about the bacalao thing. Yeah, say the bacalao thing. Yeah. Well, the if you want the the valedictorian, I was not one of those moms like, ay, pobrecito, que le pasa, whatever. When you look at the different parenting skills, I want mine to be, and I want to be remembered as all oh, my mom's parenting skills were supportive. Yes. You know, when I make those videos on Instagram, like laughing about like Hispanic moms do this, Cuban moms do that. You don't do those things. No, supportive. And that's why sometimes I put like in-laws or la tías because you're not one to be like, ponle media a las niños. ¿Por qué le estás dando de comer? ¿Por qué le hace? You're not like that at all with any of your kids. Your no. grandkids, nothing. No, they have. You're had... very supportive. Yes, yes. They had to make their decisions. Like Johnny... Uh, I'll go to the bacalao now. Johnny comes to me and he says, Mom, I have a dilemma. And he was 11. If I do the test for Belen at, after sixth grade in St. Michael's, I would miss graduation from St. Michael's, Michael's, which they went to eighth. But if I don't go to Belen for seventh grade, some of my friends would have been there for two years. Mm. And I'm going to go in ninth grade. I don't know what to do. Mm. And I says, what do you want to do? It's up to you. Yeah, you've always been like that. It's like, think about it. Take your time. We'll talk about it a little bit more. Make a list. This is what's going to be good. This was not going to be good, whatever. And he comes three days later and he says, I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to do the entrance exam. If I pass it, I'll go to Belen. I'll go to Belen. Of course he was going to pass it. <laughs> he was the number one. He had the highest score. Yeah, Aww. he passed it, so he went Johnny. to Belen. And that was good because then Ricky, when he went to St. Michael's, he was not going to be, even though this teacher kind of had her little power with him under the shadow of, of Lily and Johnny, I wanted him to be on his own. <clears throat> on his own. But he had on his own. Yeah. And yeah. he did. He certainly did. Aww. He certainly did. Aww. So um that's one of the things I like, you know, it's like From the sixties to the nineties, you've always been that's your personality with your kids. Yeah. Supportive. Yes. So and where do you wanna that. go? I'm going to Tallahassee. Where? <laughs> Tallahassee. Well let's go see what Tallahassee looks like. Yeah, so we take you. a trip to Tallahassee. So, Mom, I'm going to UM. Okay, I'm going to give you a poem, and you say it when you get on the bus. Remember that poem? The one from that I have hanging? The one that says, Adios, Tallahassee, querido. No, I Lugar don't remember. de frío y trabajo. I told you, take your sweater, tíralo, y di, aquí te dejo mi abrigo, que yo me voy pa UM. That was my way of saying, come on over, kid. Do you um, remember that poem? I no. said, I told you I wrote it to you. I said, you tell, you say that. And then you throw in the, in the parking lot your sweater. Aquí te dejo mi abrigo, que yo me voy. I don't want to say the word. I don't say those words. <laughs> Can you finish it? No, I don't remember it. Adios, Tallahassee, querido. Lugar de frío y trabajo. Aquí te dejo mi abrigo. Que yo me voy. Oh, I don't remember that. That was my way of saying, do whatever you want, girl. Oh, my God. As long as... And your kids still call you today when they have dilemmas. Oh, they do. <laughs> they do. I have a dilemma, Mom. Oh, well, you know. Your kids always still call you for all those things. Yeah, they do. Bueno, we're already almost at an hour, so finish Wait, with the bacalao story. I'm going to finish with the bacalao story. <laughs> And then we'll have you back because people are going to want more. Oh, they will? They will? Yes. Oh, my goodness. Um, so my father comes to my house. My kids had cribs and... High chairs. High chairs, which Johnny never used because he didn't like it, so I fed him. You have the picture of you feeding Johnny on your lap. Yeah. He didn't want to. Okay. So that was his decision. <laughs> <laughs> his dilemma. <laughs> his dilemma. So, um, 
my father comes and I go, hi, papi. Um, he says, oh my God, it smells good. We lived in the duplex. They had just come from, from work. And I go, do you want some bacalao? I'm making bacalao. Is, oh my God, it smells real good. Yes, let me have some. And then I had Ricky with me and um, like, Cargao. Sí, cargao. And he goes to my mom. Fita, ¿quieres bacalao de una mano? And my mom goes, bacalao de una mano? Delia's making the bacalao with one hand because she had... <laughs> I used to make puré for all of you with one hand. How I did it? You have no idea. I have no idea. Yeah, I always think about that, especially with Kayra, that she was so attached and I'd be carrying yeah. her, cooking with one hand, and I always think of the bacalao de una mano. Yeah, they would always be on top of me. Aww. Yeah. Mom, and thank you good. so much. Well, I, I hope, hope I answered your questions. You and did. This was you left us wanting more. Oh, you're kidding. So another day we'll come back. We need to hear your Peter Pan story. Oh. Your leaving Cuba story. Okay. I'll take my clonopin that day. You do that. <laughs> Coming to Miami. Why are these houses so far apart from, you know, why are so much grass? <laughs> so much grass. So we have to hear your coming from Miami story and Gus. more about Gus because that, that'll help a lot of people, I think. Okay. So anything else you want to tell the people? If they want some chicharos, they can come <laughs> <Chicharos>. over. <laughs> My mom makes the best chicharos and I'm going to go have some right now before the gym. Some pre-workout. It's a lot of protein. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thank you so much. I hope you enjoyed this. Thank you, Betty. It was episode. really nice and fun. It's going been 33 back. years and I talk a lot to my mom. And every time I talk to her, I learn something new. So I hope you all enjoyed going through that journey with my mom, with Yaya. Yeah. She could be Yaya to everybody or grandma or abuela because everybody calls you something different. All right. Until the next one. Bye.